Hey there, I am so excited about today's podcast, but let's just be honest, like when am I not excited about talking about podcasting? (laughs) But today, particularly, I love talking about calls to action because this is just something that I, I think that the reason why I really like this is because I struggle with it a lot in the beginning and now it just kind of feels like second nature. Like it feels wrong if there is not a call to action within anything that I do. So I want to give you some tips on how to be confident in your calls to action, but how to actually make them work for your podcast. So let's get right to it. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Because if you've been thinking about creating a podcast for a while, well, I'm so glad you found this show. Think of this as the shortcut slash time-saving version of searching Google and YouTube for hours and hours trying to figure out the world of podcasting. Trust me, as a busy mama of three, I get it. You don't have a lot of time to be spent or wasted, I should say, searching the web, trying to find all the right ideas and all the amazing things that are out there, and you just end up overwhelmed. Trust me, I've been there, done that, took home the souvenir. But this podcast is going to help you in practical ways because twice a week we'll be delivering episodes that are going to give you steps to help you create a podcast your audience can't wait to listen to. So let's get right to it, shall we? Have you been wanting to start a podcast? You've been thinking about it. It feels right. You just know This is the next thing that my business needs. Well, I encourage you to sign up for my five-day podcast bootcamp. This is a thing that you've been looking for. It is a five-day video series where I walk you through exactly how to start, launch, and market your podcast, and I throw in some more information about planning strategies and being consistent and how you can make the most out of your podcast from day one. So sign up for our five-day Create Your Podcast Bootcamp at crystalprofit.com slash podcast bootcamp. And do it already. You know that you've been wanting to, so just bite the bullet and join us. So like I said in the beginning of this episode, I think that calls to action are something so fun for me to talk about now because... If you are struggling with asking people to do something within your podcast, I totally understand. Like I I think that's why I enjoy this because I've been in your shoes and it's uncomfortable to think about. But I will say if you know exactly what you want your audience to do and you know why you want them to do it, it's just so much easier. So I know this isn't the first time we've talked about calls to action. And I know it definitely won't be the last because I just love teaching podcasters about promoting their own stuff, like your content, your services, your products, merchandise, like any of the other things that you have a passion for. Like I am all about it. Yes. Put that in your podcast. So calls to action, like they're basically a stepping stone into having self-sponsored ads 
within your podcast. And I've talked about self-sponsored ads before. I'm going to link to that episode in the show notes. I believe it's episode 72, but I'm not 100% sure. So I'm going to link to it in the show notes. But calls to action are just like that one step behind doing self-sponsored ads. So let's talk about the first thing, and that is why are calls to action, or CTAs, as I'll call them throughout this episode, CTAs, why are they important? So I really want to dig into the reasons why I believe even if you are only going to podcast for fun, like you have zero ambition to create a business around your podcast, I still believe that you should have calls to action. And this is the reason why. I want you to set up the listener's expectation. And I know I've told this story many, many times, and I'm going to tell it again. (laughs) But there was a podcast that I listened to that Shelby remain nameless that I, I listened to it several years ago. And they just kept saying over and over and over again, you will never hear ads on this show. We will never have ads on this show. I promise you, you will never, ever, 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 ever hear ads on this show. And of course, I'm being a little dramatic with that statement, but they did keep saying it over and over again. And then guess what? They had ads on their show. And this is a podcast, of course, I'd no longer listen to. But the lesson I learned from them was it was just totally priceless as a podcaster today. Like this was way before I ever even had create a podcast on my to-do list or my wish list or my dream list, whatever you want to call it. But This was way before then, but I remember feeling so betrayed, betrayed by this podcast host who had claimed forever, we'll never have ads, we'll never have ads, we'll never have ads. And then, oh, guess what? There was an irrelevant shipping company ad that just did not, it just didn't make sense. So not only was it like, hey, you went back on your word, but you're trying to deliver me nothing of value. Like I can't use that's not for me. So anyway, I digress. It was I could go on and on about how betrayed I felt with that podcast, but we're not going to. We're not going to dwell on that. It's in the past, Crystal. Just get over it. But you, specifically for your podcast, you want to make sure that you're setting those audience expectations for your listeners from the like the very very beginning of your podcast. So even if you have a very small audience, even if you don't plan to monetize your show for a really long time, even if you believe you are bothering your audience, you need to have calls to action. Why? Because listeners like to be told what to do, not in a bossy way, not in a spammy way. I think that there is a correct way to go about this, which we're going to get into that, but I like it when I listen to a podcast and someone says, hey, take a screenshot of this and tag me in it. And then I see other people have taken a screenshot and they've tagged people and then they go and they share it on social media. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I love that idea. And I would have never thought about that had the podcast host never mentioned that. Or I've had other um, podcasts I listen to where they say, hey, go check out this book. And I go look at it and oh my gosh, y'all changed my life. There's been several book recommendations that I've gotten from podcasts and it wasn't even their book. It was their guest book or 
a book that they said changed their life. So as a listener, I appreciate recommendations or, you know, the the host like telling me like, hey, you should go check this out. It can really help you because I believe for all the podcasts that I listen to and that I've been a part of, the podcast host has their audience's best interest at heart. Like they are thinking about you as a listener. So I have no qualms with asking my audience to do stuff because I want y'all to know if you don't know this already, I'm telling you right now, like here is the spiel is I have your best interest at heart. Like I'm not going to send you to an organization that I don't believe in. I'm not going to tell you about a product that I haven't used myself. I'm not going to tell you about a service that I think you should try, even though I have no idea what it is, but someone's trying to give me money and I'm just going to say, yeah, sure, I'll take the money. And I'll just like, I'm not going to do that, y'all. Like, And I hope that you don't do that either with your audience. But I just kind of wanted to throw that out there. It's like your audience appreciates when you tell them, hey, go check this out. So that's that's like one of my big things. And I know that sounds like a funny statement, but like just stick with me here for another second. But here's a great example that I wanted to share with you. So Marie Forleo, she does an excellent job of this. She tells you from the very beginning that her podcast is the audio version of her show that she produces on YouTube. If you've never watched Marie TV, you must go check it out. It is amazing. But regardless of her speaking on her podcast or her YouTube channel, she always, always, always has a call to action. Whether she wants you to join her email list, buy her book, check out a free resource she has, listen to another podcast episode, or simply go read an article that she believes will change your life. Y'all, when Marie talks, I listen. But as a listener of her podcast, and I watch her YouTube channel all the time, I appreciate that she is genuinely trying to offer more value to me as part of her audience. And that's how your listeners are going to feel. Like they are there for a reason. They're there because they value your advice, your opinion, like the information that you're giving them. Like they are there to hear from you. And I've lo- I've heard so many people say, but I don't want to bother my audience. I don't want to make them feel like I'm trying to sell them something. I don't want them to think that I'm always going to be pushing a product or service or brand down their throat when they listen to my podcast. And I have to say, that is a load of crap, okay? (laughs) That is crap. I've never feel this way when someone that I admire, someone that I trust, gives me the best possible information on a topic and is offering up a solution to my problem or an additional resource that can help me or just something else that'll help me along my journey. I never get mad at Marie. (laughs) I feel like I know her. I'm just going to say her on a first name basis. I'm actually going to go see her in Houston in a few weeks and I'm super excited about it. But if she were recommending something like I'm not going to be mad at her Amy Porterfield tells me to go try something out. I'm at least going to go look at it. I mean, why not? If Rachel Hollis tells me about a great new personal development book, of course I'm going to go check it out. If, you know, someone else tells me, hey, go follow this Instagram account because they have great weekly motivation. Sure, why not? It's harmless, guys. Calls to action are harmless to your audience. But I think that there's such a great way to just set up those listener expectations so down the road, 
you can easily transition your calls to action to a self-sponsored ad or even branding content because you've had those CTAs within your podcast from the very beginning. It doesn't feel like a forced transition or in the case of the podcast that would never ever have ads. It doesn't feel like you're blindsiding your audience with promotions. So that is why I'm so passionate about calls to action and why I think you should have them from the very beginning. And I'm going to tell you right now how to create them and what to say. So if you haven't already, I want to make sure that you know about the 25 calls to action freebie that we have in the Profit Podcast Resource Library. This is something I came up with several months ago, and I feel like honestly, I could have added another 25 calls to actions and maybe I will, maybe I'll update it and it'll be a hundred calls to action that you can make from your podcast because I'm always thinking of ideas because the sky really is the limit and your imagination is the only thing that can limit the types of calls to action you have within your podcast. But instead of reading all 25 of these ideas, like you can just go grab the PDF and look at them yourself. But I thought I would give you The top six calls to action that I use most often in this podcast. So the first one is subscribe. I usually throw this in at the very end of my show. And um, if you want to go back and listen to the episode about formatting your podcast, you'll hear me talk about when, like which part, the beginning, middle, or end, like when you should throw in your um, the calls to action, self-sponsored ads. So just keep that in mind. But when it comes to the call to action of subscribe, I typically do that at the end of my show because I could say at the very beginning, hey, make sure you subscribe. But if it's someone that's just listening for the very first time, they don't know if they want to subscribe, right? Like they don't know if they're going to like my content. They don't know if they're going to like my crazy personality or (laughs) all the tips and everything that I share. So I kind of just, you know, run with it and do a little introduction of myself, give them an entire podcast episode. And then I say, hey, don't forget to subscribe. So I throw that in at the very end, right? I'm not asking them to purchase anything. This has no monetary value whatsoever. I'm just asking them to click a button that says subscribe to the show so they get weekly updates. And this at a bare minimum, the absolute minimum, you need to have at least this one call to action within your podcast. I don't care where you put it, put it at the beginning, put it at the middle, put it at the end, say it 15 times, say it once every other episode. I don't care, but you need to have like it's... It's just telling people, hey, this is what I want you to do. I want you to subscribe so you hang out with me every single week or every time I publish a new episode. And the reason why, like if you feel uncomfortable, again, going back to the ask, like you're like, oh, I don't want to feel like I'm bothering them. Well, don't think about it that way. Think about the value that you're offering them. Just tell them, hey, if you subscribe to this show, I promise you every single week, I'm going to deliver content that's going to make your life easier, or I'm going to deliver content that's going to entertain you, or it's going to save you money, or it's going to help you in your marriage, or it's going to help you raise your kids, like whatever it is, what is your podcast doing to benefit them? And just throw that in there. It doesn't have to be a long, complicated, drawn out thing. It's like, hey, subscribe to my show and hear the awesome tools and strategies that we share about creating a podcast. Boom. Done. Don't make it too complicated, okay? So that's the first one is subscribe. 
The next one is check out the show notes. And that is what I do for, you know, every single episode. I tell you, and again, this could be in the middle. This could be at the end. Sometimes I throw it in um, in the middle and at the end. I don't typically say it at the very beginning. Maybe I will if it's for an interview podcast and I say you can learn more about them and I'll share the show notes link. But this is literally all I say. You can find all the information about this episode at crystalprofit.com slash episode 84. And that is how you would tell someone this is where the show notes are. If you don't have a website that has your show notes, then you could just tell them, hey, the show notes are wherever you're listening to this podcast. That's where you can find the links to the things that we talked about or more information about our guests, like whatever. But you want to tell them, you know, maybe you have more important information that you don't go into detail on the podcast, but maybe you share another link and that's in the show notes. So that's all you have to say is check out the show notes and then give them either the URL or where they can find more information about what you're talking about in that episode. Okay, the third one is to leave a review. And this is really simple. You could just say, if you like what you've been hearing on this podcast, I invite you to go to wherever you're listening to this episode and leave us a comment or review. Tell me what you love about it. Or better yet, tell me some of the other topics you want to hear us cover in the future. Like verbatim. You can go to the show notes. I'm actually going to put these examples in the show notes at crystalprofit.com slash episode 84. And y'all, go take that template. Go take it and throw it into your outline. I don't care. I don't care. It's not going to hurt my feelings if you go and say the exact same thing on your podcast. Come on, guys. Like, this is the community. We're all about sharing is caring, right? Like, go and take these calls to action and use them in your podcast. Nothing would make me happier for you to use these. But I think that leaving a review is another great one to have. Um, You don't have to do this in every single episode, but I think at least um, once a month or once every few episodes is great. That way you can make sure that people know that that is something that will help your podcast. So if you haven't left a review for the Profit Podcast, I would so appreciate you telling me what you've learned or what your favorite episode was or some of the other topics that you want us to cover. So you see that? That, that felt harmless. Like that didn't feel all salesy. I just kind of casually slipped it in there when we're talking about leaving a review, right? Like, come on, guys, let's make this fun. Let's make this fun. Okay, we're going to keep going. So that's the third one. The fourth one is to download a lead magnet or a freebie or an opt-in. It's called a million different things, but something that is a free resource. And the way that I, I just shared this a second ago about the 25 CTAs. So you could say, if you want to learn more about calls to action, I invite you to check out the 25 calls to action in the resource library at crystalprofit.com tips and strategies. So it's just a matter of telling them what the freebie is or the free resource. Like I have the five-day podcast boot camp. So I could say, this is what it is, right? You tell them, what your freebie is, how it can help them, and then you give them a URL. Like, that's it. That's it. Harmless. Harmless, guys. These aren't that hard. Okay, the next call to action, the fifth one, is to join a Facebook group. 
So a way that you could say this is if you want more ideas or just want to connect with other podcasters who are on the same journey as you, then check out the Profit Podcast online community. It's our Facebook it's our Facebook group and we'd love to have you in there. Okay, that's simple. Do you have a Facebook group for your podcast? If you don't, I actually have an episode coming up that's all about having a Facebook group for your podcast. But if you do, then casually sip it in there. When, like, if there's a topic that you're covering and maybe someone mentioned it in your podcast group, then that's a way to just throw it in there, like, just pretty seamlessly. Like, oh, we were just talking about this in our private Facebook group or our public Facebook group, whatever it is. But we were just chatting about this in there and we would love to have you, like, join us. And then you could put a link in the show notes at your show notes link. Like, oh my gosh, there's just so many ways that you could do this. Okay. The next one, number six is to watch a YouTube video. So I just uploaded a YouTube video about this topic. So I encourage you to go check it out. If you need a visual example of how all of this works together, you can find me by going to YouTube and typing in crystal profit in the search bar and check out all of my podcast videos that are there. That was so convincing, right? Like you were like, wait, is she talking about calls to action? Does she have a calls to action video? I don't actually right now, but it sounded like I did, right? Because I just kind of slipped it in there. Make it as seamless as possible. And the best way to do that is just to work it into your conversation that you're having on your podcast. And when I say conversation, if you're doing a solo episode, then just put it in your outline. Right now, I wish I could show you because I'm not actually doing a video right this second, but I literally read all of those off of my outline. Like, I'm not just winging it here, guys. Like, I read all of those verbatim off of my outline. And so you can do the same thing. Just throw it in there. Like, make sure when you're outlining an episode, just have it in there. Like, okay, this is where I'm going to put my call to action. And if you don't know where to put it in, like if it feels kind of weird, you're looking at your outline and you're like, I just don't really know where to put it. Just try to do it in between a thought. So if you have four topics you're going to cover in one episode, then throw it in between topics two and three. Because then you can say, oh, before I forget, I wanted to mention and then insert your call to action. I wanted to make sure you subscribe to the show or I want to make sure that you have you know where the show notes are, or I would love for you to leave us a review so we can create more content like this or download our lead magnet or join our Facebook group. Or, Hey, I just put out this brand new YouTube video that you have to go check out. Just, I I think that we all overthink this so much and I know that I did. So I'm not just saying it's you. It is totally me. I overthought this forever. And now I feel like it's become so much more natural to me because I've been doing it for so long. So Calls to action are a must within your podcast, but that does it. So those are the steps for you to create a call to action within your podcast. So let's just recap those real fast. We talked about why are they important? Why are calls to action important? It sets the listener's expectation. Don't be the guy or the girl that says, we're never going to have ads. We're never going to have ads. We're never going to have ads. And then boom. You have ads one day. Don't do it. Don't be that person, okay? 
Then the next one is we talked about how to create them and what to say. And then we talked about the six most used CTAs that I have within my podcast. And again, I'm going to put all of these in the show notes so you can go and I don't even care. Go copy and paste them and put them in your outline. I don't, it's not going to hurt my feelings. I promise. But that does it for this episode. So if this is the first time you're tuning in, I would love for you to subscribe and hear what other fun things that we'll be talking about in the coming weeks. Make sure that you've signed up for the free five-day podcast boot camp and check out the other great resources we have in the resource library. And of course, the show notes, I've said it before, I'm going to say it again, are at crystalprofit.com slash episode 84. But remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere. 